This is Valor Radio. Valor, strength of mind and spirit that enables a person to face danger with resolve and determination in battle or in any other situation. Valor, like that displayed by veterans of every branch of the military throughout our community. This radio show, Valor Radio, salutes all of you who have raised your right hands to volunteer to protect and preserve our unique American way of life. Thanks for joining us and your brothers and sisters in uniform. When liberty's in jeopardy, I will always do what's right. I'm out here on the front lines, sleep in peace tonight, American soldiers. Now, Valor Radio. Well, soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, coasties, guardians, civilians, and anyone else I may have left out, we welcome you to the uh, big tent here of Valor Radio. Here, live and lovely in studio, we have Captain Steve Mamano, USN retired. Hello. Thanks for being with us. And, of course, as always, the stalwart Colonel Paul Simonelli uh, down in the, uh, the sunny reaches of South Florida. Guys, I got to tell you. Tell us. It is just downright cold down here today. Okay, Ooh. now you're going to tell us it's 60, right? It is in the 60s today. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's cold. 19 here overnight, Paul. Was it really? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Cold a real nasty wind chill today. It's blustery, Ooh. yeah. Right. I, I had to go out and salt the parking lot. Did you really? Uh, I hate to tell you, but I don't feel your pain. I have nothing to say. Nor do I. didn't wear long pants today. (laughs) Colonel Schadenfreude. (laughs) I'm telling you. Did did you have something you wanted to contribute to the show today, or should we call on the uh, next student here? (laughs) The next student. All right. So, uh, Steve. Yes. uh, You sort of regurgitated an email. You're still... uh, fixated over the army navy uniforms no i'm not not at all i you know that it is what it is i just you know things have changed you know i, I my first uh, shock wave about army navy was in 1999 when i got to actually be at the game and i was just stunned at um at the lack of um uh decorum I, for lack of a better term by some of the uh, cadets uh, and, and midshipmen that I saw um, kissing their girlfriends under the stands. And I, I saw a lot of stuff, and I was like, where are the where's the adult supervision around here? If you don't teach these kids to respect the, um, the, the, the situation when they're midshipmen, when are they going to respect it? I was just I was put off by it. But I'm an old-fashioned that way. Well, you got to... Understand. I know they got they got to let loose and all that stuff. Yeah, they're pretty cloistered for the most part. Nah, you know, not at that really. Point. They got their, you know, their little temptation walk or whatever they used to call it, where they used to. Now they go out there with their boyfriends. Oh, would you stop? I know. Would you please stop? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I don't know. I just I was just a little I was just a little disappointed. And I, and now nothing surprises me. The uniforms, yeah, they're, they're just gonna. I don't like the fact that Under Armour has like the 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 uh, I don't know contract or the 
they get they get to do all the nice things with the uniforms because they're Under Armour, you know. And but they speak for everybody now. Now they design them, they they make them, they sell them, they do all those things. So well, I don't know. See, I don't like I don't like Nike. No, I don't either. Who's got the contract for the army? Oh, Nike's got the contract for the army. Oh no, I didn't know that. I thought Under Armour had both of them. No, Ooh, I don't no. like either one of them. Well, I at least you know Under Armour. It's an American if, company. If I had to pick one, I'd rather have Under Armour than yeah, Nike. Yeah, I would. Me too, yeah. Um, you know, Nike. But, but Army does look better than Navy this year. I'll grant you that. All right. All right, there you go. It's the best yeah. I can do for you. I don't know. Who do you think's we'll going to win? Navy's favored. They are? Navy's favored to win, yeah. By how Two much? Two and a half points so far. Oh. Wow. So. Hey. <laughs> we may have to bet on this one, Paul. Well, we have to bet on them all. <laughs> we do. What's the bet going to be? Um, all right. Whoever wins um, gets to buy Bob Savage a steak dinner. Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. You I don't can't, have to buy both of you? I can't lose. A steak dinner? Yeah. I, either way, we, we, uh, one of us is going to buy Dr. Bob a steak dinner. and his, oh, you got to buy both. And his bride. Nice. Except she won't eat any steak, but she'll find something. We give it to the dog. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. We got to. Wait a minute. See, now now it comes down. You got to buy both of us steak dinners. Oh, you're you're trying to figure out a way so we can both get the steak? Haven't you had enough steak, Paul? Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Okay. Neither have I. All right. I think think that's got to be a black and blue if we're going to do steak. All right. Well, we'll have to find. It depends. If I get you, you know, if it's down here, we'll have to go to Burns Steakhouse. Ooh. Oh, we're going to do that. Oh, oh. I almost went there last time I was down in the neighborhood. Good. I'm telling you, uh, that's, uh, mm. yeah, that's what we'll have to do down here. I like that you know. idea. And well, well, then we'll collect later then. Yeah. Well, whatever. We'll make it work one way or another. Okay. But uh, All right, I'll, I'll come back to Rochester. And I'll even go for, I'll even pull for Navy this time. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm even going to pull for Navy this year. Well, I hope so. Well, I don't always. I sometimes I pull for Army for because I feel sorry for them. <laughs> you know, Steve, <laughs> if you wanted to go to the game, I, 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 I'd be happy to I'd supply to you with a I, ticket. One of these days, man. One of these days. Next year. Well, we'll it's see. It's in Washington D.C. Oh, is it? But I would say that's Ooh. probably the worst place to go see the game. Ooh, it's in D.C. Actually. Yeah, where, it's where? at FedEx Field. It's oh, a horrible down, field down in Maryland. Yeah. Oh, is it Horrible Largo? Field. Okay. Oh, it is. Out of all the places I've been to see the game, huh. that was by far the worst game. Why is it such a horrible stadium? I, you know, it's a newer stadium. Right. But they built it on a limited budget. I've never seen a professional football stadium so, so it's an Ikea, that is so cramped. An Ikea stadium? Yes. It's, it's cramped? It's, it's cramped. Oh, no. I don't uh, like that. There's no place. You can't even breathe in the place. I heard the parking, you know? the traffic situation is awful. Yeah, absolutely worst traffic situation. And inside the stadium, there, there's no place to walk. I mean, the aisles are, are narrow. That's brilliant. The concession areas are small. It's like, all right, let's build this place. And then someone shrunk it by, you know, an eighth. Or a quarter. Where the hell? Um, where the hell? Carjackers supposed to go? Exactly I mean, right. I mean, let's so, think about them first. 
And the then vi- after um, from the same Washington, fine, from the same fine it, folks who brought you the new New York State uh, uh, toll uh, plazas, you know, <laughs> re- re- refreshment yes. plazas. Yeah. I bet you it was yeah. the same architects. I bet um, it was. And then the year after, so in '25, it's going to be in Baltimore, and that's that's a great place that's to a go better to the place. game. I've heard that's a good place for you. That's that's pretty good. Number two to number two to Philadelphia. Ooh. And then the year after that, it's back at Giants Stadium. Hmm. And then back to Philadelphia. Well, he's got the whole so, thing mapped out. And how do you like that? Well, you know, if I live long enough. I know. Um, but I would say the worst place to go see the game is in Washington, D.C. Oh, boy. Uh, maybe Foxborough after we go there, but Foxborough's uh, got such a good football tradition. I, I, I anticipate mi- it's going to be good. I miss JFK Stadium in Philadelphia. Oh, that was the best. Was it? In the old days? Yeah, the old days, yeah. Oh, man. That stadium, how, didn't that hold like 100,000 people? Didn't hold that many. I don't remember. It was just a gigantic stadium. Hmm. Man. Well, maybe and, they'll go back You know, back in the old someday. days, like we used to bring a picnic basket, you know, a couple oh, of bottles my. of champagne. Think of those days, yeah. And sandwiches yeah, and cheese sure. and pepperoni. Nowadays, and they, just, they have a machine gun in there, uh, in that basket, so you can't bring that in, no. You can't bring anything in, but... Uh, <laughs> It's, oh, yeah, it's a boy. different world right it now. It is, unfortunately. What a party that was in the old days. Yeah. But it's still good now. It's yeah, you're, you're getting nostalgic, I can tell. Yeah. Um, but looking forward to it. There we'll talk go. more about it next week. We're going to talk some statistics okay. about the Army-Navy game. All right. Uh, but uh, come on, come on. Come on, you can do it. All right. What's going on? You haven't heard this, Paul? No. The Yoopers. Dashing through the snow in my oh. rusty Chevrolet. Down the road I go. I guess we got to take Sliding a break here on Bella Radio. Yes. I need new piston rings. I need some new snow tires. My car is held together by a piece of chicken wire. Oh, rust and smoke, the heaters broke, the door just flew away. I light a match to see the dash, and then I start to pray. The frame is bent, the muffler went, the radio, it's okay. Yay! Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. You're not familiar with the Youpers there, uh, Colonel? I am not. Yes. I went to the IGA Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Get some Christmas cheer. Really? The Youpers. Pass up my left front tire and it's getting hard to steer. Skidding down the highway. We'll be right back. Bella Radio. I had to drag my swampers to get the car to stop. Your go-to for standard of specialized business insurance coverage. MGM Associates of Rochester. Now serving the region and beyond in New York. Since 1984, MGM has provided leading coverage from a wide range of carriers. Not only home, condo, boat, motorcycle, and auto, but also specialized policies for all types of businesses, including nonprofits and law firms, livery insurance, property insurance, and bonds for all needs. MGM Associates of Rochester provides auto, workers' comp, health care, and liability coverage. Choose from virtual appointments or good old in-office, in-person consults by appointment at our Penfield office. Five-time consecutive winner of the National Best Practices Award, MGM is proud to support veterans groups. For your personal business, home, or professional insurance needs. Meet the experienced staff at MGM Associates. Locally and proudly owned at 1745 Penfield Road in Penfield. 381-7008 or MGMinsure.com An associate of Michigan Miller's Mutual Insurance. 2425 East Grand River Avenue, Lansing, Michigan. 
The Stars and Stripes Flag Stories open again. Shop at 783 South Avenue Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 1 to 5. All American-made flags, many different types, apparel, drinkware, ornaments, and more. Honor our heroes. Shop Stars and Stripes Flag Store open again just in time for Christmas. Hey, how about becoming a member of the National Warplane Museum in Geneseo, New York? Help us preserve history. Plus, you get some pretty fancy benefits. Visit us online, nationalwarplanemuseum.com. If you're a veteran in crisis or concerned about one, please call the Veterans Crisis Line at 988 and then press 1. Donate now, vocroc.org. From Niagara Falls to the Adirondacks and from Canada to Pennsylvania, you're listening to Valor Radio. Christmas in jail, Christmas in jail, had a little too much to drink. Ain't got no bail, ain't got no bail, and I'm spending New Year's even the clean. I was in the wrong lane, feeling no pain, suit my car to 75. Ah, the youngsters, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas in jail. They're singing down the street While everybody's having Christmas turkey They give me bread and water to eat Once again, here's the colonel. Christmas in jail Hey, get these guys to shut up. There, okay. Go ahead, colonel, uh, sorry. I was going to say, that brings back some memories. <laughs> I thought it might. That's when I was a prosecutor, the Garage Band, by the way, um, I used to get a letter every year, a Christmas card or a Christmas letter every year from a gentleman, Norman Taylor. <laughs> and uh, Norman uh, was convicted of assault. I prosecuted him. Ooh. Uh, when I finally prosecuted him successfully he had i think over 30 35 arrests for assault most of them in new york city area and uh this guy um destroyed a, a guy's life um gentleman bumped the back of his car and did no damage to the car Norman jumped out, ran back with a knife. The guy put his arms up to protect himself, just put his arms up over his head, and the guy slashed and cut his uh, brachial artery and brachial nerve. You you bleed out in like five minutes with it. Well, let me tell you what happened. Uh, Genesee Hospital was still open, and um, it just so happens a doctor was pulling out and an ambulance was pulling out. And, uh, but for those two things happening, the ambulance stopped, the doctor stopped, uh, the doctor literally straddled the guy, um, shoved her fist into his armpit to stop him from bleeding to death and rode the guy into the operating room, (sighs) um, saved his life. But, uh, the, the nerve was severed. And by the time we went to trial, his arm 
had shriveled up to about two-thirds the side, oh, size of his other arm. And uh, uh, Norman was convicted and got the maximum sentence possible. And he used to send a letter every year, and it used to start out, Dear, and I don't know how I got my home address, because oh. this was pre-internet days and stuff. Oh, boy. But, uh, Dear Mr. Simonelli, this is not a threat. <laughs> I just what wanted nice you to know guy. I was thinking about you and your family as I sit here in prison thinking about you being with your family. That's, and it would go that, on. That's not a threat. No. No. Um, mm. And I used to look forward to getting those letters every year until he got out of prison. So, Under bail reform. Did he stop by? Have no, cu- he didn't. Have a cup of coffee? He didn't. Um, mm. But uh, when he started aye. playing that song, it made me think of Mr. Norman Taylor. He couldn't get a long enough sentence. And I felt bad. I mean, this guy that he hurt was a machinist. Oh, so my gosh. You know he was never going to work again. Total disability. Yep. Didn't you send a young me, guy, too. Paul, didn't you send me something on Facebook that, of a guy that got take, uh, let out of prison after a long term in New York State? Didn't you send me something about that? I thought you I did. I don't know. And, and I didn't know who the guy was, but... Uh, it's happening a lot lately, so I guess we got to get used to it. Yeah, well, there's uh, legislation right now that the governor is supporting, and of course, the uh, supermajority Democrats are supporting that uh, if you are over 55 yeah. and you've served 15 years of a sentence, no matter how long it is, yeah. including a life sentence. Um, you are eligible for parole. So Charlotte Lars uh, Killer, uh, that dirtbag that uh, bashed her head in with a wine bottle in the little uh, liquor store on South Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, she was a you know, career dancer, and she had this dream to open a little wine store. And he just came in and, and, and killed her for nothing. He'd been, he'd been out of the joint for, I don't know, six months or something like that. So they, they'd spring him. That, that would be fine. Yes. And there's no, you know, and, and the Democratic politicians are saying, oh, there's carve outs, yeah. uh, there's exceptions. There are none. Yeah, we know there how are the, none. We know how it's well those work. It's a very clean bill. It's a very clean bill. It's short, it's less than a page. Yeah. Um, you can look at it. There are no carve outs. And so. Insane. Oh, I know the one I sent you, Steve. What was that? Uh, Pamela Moss's killer. Oh, that was Pamela Moss's killer. That's right. 1962. Jeez. Um, he uh, agreed to a life sentence in exchange uh, for not getting the death penalty. And he's out. Now he's out. Isn't that Unbelievable. I, saw, Unbelievable. I just saw John Hinckley on TV. They were talking about John Hinckley. I'm thinking, boy, is there anybody who's still in jail who did, did heinous crimes? Less and less. I heard um, uh, Derek Chauvin got shivved in prison this yes. week. Yes. The guy who, uh, with Rodden, with, um, what's his name? Like for Floyd, the other guy. Right. The other yeah, hero. Minneapolis. Yeah. So wow. George Floyd. Some tough situations. Yeah, we, prison, we're, not, we're not, no picnic, I guess. Right now, huh? yeah. gentlemen. You said so, it. And interestingly, in spite of all this, um, the Biden administration's uh, FBI huh. is tracking I saw anybody that. who happened to be traveling through uh, Washington, D.C. 
on January 6th. Apparently, they're going to great lengths to do it, too. Yes. What do you think about that, Steve? I, I was, um, uh, you know what? I was not surprised to read that, but I am not happy about it. Uh, what gives them the right to, to, survey, to, uh, to uh, collect on people merely because of where they were traveling and when? They didn't commit any crime. There's, it's not illegal to uh, travel to, to D.C. I don't know why people go there, but any somebody who just happened to be. What if it was somebody's birthday on, which happens to be mine, by the way. One six is my birthday. Um, and that's probably the only reason why I didn't end up going to that that march that weekend because it was my birthday and I needed somebody to watch my mom because uh, my mom is not not well. But I I could easily have been in D.C. during on that weekend and I'd have a file on me which. You know, they already have a file on me, but uh, I'm not happy about it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's uh, it's a extraordinary scary thing when you think yeah, about it. It is extraordinary. And uh, and there's no reason for it. And if, if somebody challenges it in the courts, they're going to they're going to be in big trouble. But no one's going to. I have a feeling. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it's a pretty troubling thing. Yeah. When I you saw think that. about that. We've got time to do things like that. Right. And uh, we just can't seem to make time uh, to keep criminals off the street. Well, we weaponize the CIA to, to spy. And then we, we violate Michael F- uh, Flynn, his, his civil rights. Uh, and Comey admitted, you know, he just went ahead on his own authority and decided to, to, uh, to, to, to take on Mike Flynn. You know, I mean, he just these people are amazing. They they have no scruples. They have no, uh, you know, moral yardstick. And they use our uh, apparatus to uh, to suit their own political ends. It's just unforgivable. And and yet we have no one speaking for us, unfortunately, right now, not in the courts, not in I don't know anybody who's uh, speaking up on behalf of these people. But um, something's got to give. I mean, you, you cannot – right now, we, all the trouble they had to go through to get that video from, uh, from 1621, and now they're going through it, and they're finding there were all kinds of things that the, that the Capitol Police did that were pretty uh, heinous. Oh, yeah, big time. They, they hurt – like, uh, did you hear there was one they, – they shoved one uh, older elderly woman down a flight of stairs, and um, I guess it's all on, on tape. But we'll eventually get to see all of it, probably. But we wouldn't have seen any of it if they hadn't pushed for it. That's so. great. Who's going to prosecute him? Right. In Washington, D.C. In D.C., yeah. Fat chance. Good, good, yeah, good luck just, with that. Just absolutely amazing that, uh, you know, we've gotten to this stage. Yeah, I J- want, January 6th I want is a gift to that keeps good on about giving. Their country. And, <laughs> and part of that is having confidence in the system of government and and the people involved in government. Right. That's not what the left wants. The left wants everybody to doubt the systems, uh, to develop a yearning for something else, which they will be only too happy to provide. That's right. And let me tell you that you are on the, um, uh, you're on the slippery slope towards totalitarianism when you start looking for solutions that are expedient. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a, and I hate to come on the air every week with you two. No. And and I want to, how do you feel feel about that, Paul? 
How do I feel about what? About about the fact that they're tracking anyone who traveled to D.C. in, in, in on the sixth of January twenty one. Oh, even even if they crazy. weren't present at the Capitol Hill crazy. Right. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely frustrated. Yeah, I, I have such fear of what the government can do to people, um, how how they can abuse. You know, I've watched people taken advantage of. They, people can't fight the government. And we can talk a little bit more about this when we come back uh, after this break on Valor Radio. All right. On the WYSL stations, we bump out with Leroy Anderson, who is the composer of this tune, when he was the uh, conductor of the Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, the uh, Boston Pops. Sleigh Ride, of course, on the WYSL stations. Happy holidays. Listening to Valor Radio with Colonel Paul Simonelli. Well, if we're talking about well-known holiday themes, uh, let's call them Christmas themes, shall we? Uh, we're back in here with uh, uh, the Colonel and the Captain, and the Captain and I were chatting about uh, the Eddie Meath theme, and this was it. Boy, that brings back memories. Yep, sure does. Yeah. You know, what it reminds me of they used to give these um, little Santa-shaped. Balloons at uh, Midtown, down in Midtown. Used to pump them up with a little gas thing and give them to the kids. And I always wanted one of those stinking Santa balloons. Well, wait a minute now. Now, there was the ones at Sibley's that were, there was the red balloon inside the clear balloon. Oh, and I didn't know. That's cool. Those are the ones I always wanted. Oh, I would like that too. And I forgot what they cost, but they were prohibitive for <laughs> our. Humble economic standing. Oh, I bet they were. Yeah, I could see They're my dad saying, two dollars or something. Yeah. I don't know. I could buy a chicken dinner for that. I could see my dad saying it. Or as my parents used to say, "You don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. You can't argue with that. You don't need it. <laughs> no, I can't. I guess I don't. Oh well. I, and funny, right? <clears throat> the, the show that I was recording just before I sat down to record you guys. Here on Tuesday afternoon was for Camp Good Days, and we were talking about, um, oh boy, um, I don't have the sheets in front of me, the cheat sheets. Joe with the kazoos um, at Sibley's. <laughs> uh, he, he was he was a carny, and he started playing the kazoo at Sibley's for uh, charitable purposes. And he had a little uh, he had a little forty five record player, and he had uh, Gene Autry's um, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That was that played like endlessly on this little player, and mm-hmm. he would play the kazoo, and uh, you know, and they would sell the kazoos. I don't know for fifty cents or something like that. Oh, kazoos are cool. And uh, yes, you have, to, you have to learn not to. You don't blow through them. Don't do that. It doesn't work. No, no, no. You have to hum. Yeah, hum through them. So we had a sort of a farcical 
kazoo marching band <laughs> at McQuaid. <laughs> Did you? That sounded yeah. great, I'll bet. Yeah, well, I don't know if it sounded great, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll bet. Um, so This kazoos are fun. They're just we, fun. Uh, so I just wanted to finish up on one point. You know, when the, when the feds want to get you, they got gotcha. you. That's it. Very few people have the means and the wherewithal to take on the federal government. And, mm-hmm. you know, we saw it locally. Uh, you know, we saw a local developer fight them for three and a half or four years. Um, and finally, after having two sets of indictments dismissed and re-indicted, uh, finally ended up pleading to a misdemeanor and playing a ridiculous little fine to put it behind him. Yeah, a million dollars um, in legal fees. And uh, millions. Yeah. And ruining his and his family's life and and actually destroying real estate development in Rochester. Any chance for real est- good real estate development in Rochester. Um, but... And nothing wrong, proved nothing wrong. Yep. You know, we see that once they get their hooks in, you know, if they want to do it, but he had the wherewithal and he had the tenacity and he fought. Well, he wanted but to clear his name. Most people just don't have that. Right. And, Look and, at all these people mm-hmm. that have pled guilty from January 6th. The, the process, There's nowhere to go. The process is the punishment. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it is. And, and if you challenge the system... They just say they can destroy you. Yeah, they can, they can destroy, destroy you. Yeah, can. You either do it, you take the punishment we're willing to give you. We're willing to give you, or you're going to get the wrath of God on you well, look at on the, the other look, side. Look if you force us to prove it in court, this is what we're going to punish you with. Well, look what they did to Mike Flynn. They 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 threatened his son, right? Uh, his son uh, legally, and then they uh, they forced the guy to. Uh, to mortgage his house or to put his house up. I thought he lost his, his house. I think he lost it. Yeah, and to, to 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 put up for his own defense. They didn't care about that. Here's here's a career military officer who served in combat several times, and uh, and and they didn't have any regard for him at all. That's just not right. He didn't do anything. I mean, whether you like him or not, or think he did something wrong, he didn't deserve that. No. Why they had to get rid of him, Steve? Yeah, I know because why. I know why. He, he knows too much. Right, he does. He knew the system. Mm-hmm. He knew the players. Yeah, he knew what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, and he was too much of a risk. So that's that. Um, oh, by the way, did you hear that um, uh, Steve Bannon uh, is? Uh, uh, talking about what will happen to General Milley if Donald Trump gets back in office? No. What's, yeah, he's, what's uh, he saying? He's telling him, stand by and get yourself a good lawyer because Trump is coming after you for uh, for uh, uh, treasonous behavior with respect to China. So I don't, he, I, he may be blowing smoke, but uh, you can bet uh, Milley is sure hoping that uh, the Democrats do well in 24. Well, I'm sure he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's part of the problem right now. And that's part of the problem with president Trump. Uh, there's a lot that needs to be fixed Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people that need to pay a price for what they've done. Right. 
But and we always said that, you know, if you, if you go down that road, don't be surprised if the other side does it too. Well, I mean, besides uh, that, yeah, they're going to, but that's, but right now the country needs healing and the country needs to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Not saying, it's not going to happen though. Well, I can tell you right now, it's not going to happen. Not, not anytime soon. We're, we're, I think we, we crossed that Rubicon, Paul. I'm afraid. I don't know. Well, we'll see. So, interesting, interesting yeah, times. Sure are. So, let's talk about a few things military in the time we have left. We've been, uh, we've, we've been all over the place here. So, I, Steve, I think I know what your uh, thoughts are on this, and I have probably the same opinion. Uh, it used to be that if you were in the service academy, um, well, if you were in the service academy, you couldn't have any kids. Right. And when it was only guys, it wasn't that big an issue. When there was guys and gals after 1976, um, it's more of an issue. Uh, you really had to give up custody uh, of the child. If you happen to have a child, Mm -hmm. Uh, a woman wasn't kicked out. She was given up to a two-year leave of absence, but would have to give up custody to uh, full custody to uh, someone else until they finished uh, the academy. And so, but now you don't have to do that anymore. Right. As a result of the December 2021 reform of policy mandated in the National Defense Authorization Act. They actually put it in writing. So, mm-hmm. uh, so what what are the implications now? What what happens now? They're saying a child can't live at the service academy, but they can they can stay uh, with the with the with the uh, uh, cadet or the midshipman. They're going to allow that now. I'm I'm not sure how it's going to work. I'm not either. Did you notice uh, that they, they said the person who gave birth, I thought they used to call that a mother, but that's just right. me, um, to, <laughs> to, to be, it's still to be granted a one to two year leave of absence and uh, be waived from physical fitness requirements. Right. Boy, that, that's going to be one, <laughs> that's going to be one, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, uh, accommodated person after two years, two years with no PRT and. And, uh, you know, been doing nothing but, you know, raising children. And they're going to go right back in the line again, huh? That's from wishful thinking. It's a, it's a pretty tough thing to come back from yeah. after taking a couple years off. Yeah. I'm sure there's people who do it who get injured, you know, severe injury, torn Achilles or yeah, something. Yeah. But I don't know. All right, I'm hearing some music. Boy, we've just blown right through this uh, segment of the show. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, we have. All right, well, we'll be back shortly with a little bit more Valor Radio. The Colonel and the Captain back with more here on Valor Radio on the WYSL stations.
your go-to for standard of specialized business insurance coverage. MGM Associates of Rochester, now serving the region and beyond in New York. Since 1984, MGM has provided leading coverage from a wide range of carriers. Not only home, condo, boat, motorcycle, and auto, but also specialized policies for all types of businesses, including nonprofits and law firms, livery insurance, property insurance, and bonds for all needs. MGM Associates of Rochester provides auto, workers' comp, health care, and liability coverage. Choose from virtual appointments or good old in-office, in-person consults by appointment at our Penfield office. Five-time consecutive winner of the National Best Practices Award, MGM is proud to support veterans groups. For your personal business, home, or professional insurance needs, meet the experienced staff at MGM Associates. Locally and proudly owned at 1745 Penfield Road in Penfield, 3817008 or mgminsure.com. An associate of Michigan Miller's Mutual Insurance, 2425 East Grand River Avenue, Lansing, Michigan. The Stars and Stripes Flag Store is open again. Shop at 783 South Avenue Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 1 to 5. All American-made flags, many different types, apparel, drinkware, ornaments, and more. Honor our heroes. Shop Stars and Stripes Flag Store open again just in time for Christmas. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, things that we couldn't afford, thanks to Ventix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can give our veterans a special event where they, too, can create their own cherished memories. Visit VetTix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. You're listening to Valor Radio with Colonel Paul Simonelli. You're a mean one. Mr. Fauci. All right. We're back in here with the Colonel and the Captain on our final segment of Valor Radio for this week. Thanks, Bob. Boy, you Navy guys stick together. We can. We can. You know, we were exchanging emails, and I was talking about uh, Grumpy Steve. With who? I was. With our friend Roger? You're not that grumpy. <laughs> by, uh, another uh, Navy veteran. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we were just talking about one of them here so. but in the studio, but I, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And we appreciate all his input every week. Yes, he always we gives do. us some great stuff. Yeah. So um, I love some of these lists that pop up sometimes. And uh, I'm sure probably some of these hit closer to home for me than they do for you. Uh, but uh, let's see if we can hit th- on some of this list in this last segment. And they call this list 23 things veterans carry with them for life. Yeah, that's right? an interesting list. I, 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 I enjoyed that. I, I actually <clears throat> I took th- five of them off the list for me. Only five. Only five, yeah. Well, see, I have a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's really more of an Army-centric. It is. Ground pounder centric list, but that's all right. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Yeah, because I think we do things a little harder in the Army. No, well, you can. So yeah. we do, sometimes so, you, you, you would be hard-pressed to be at sea for, for 45 days straight. Aw. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a real experience, Paul. Now, I'm not saying it's an awful experience. I'm just saying you would appreciate us more if you were at sea for 45 days or in, or 90 days. Or I mean, the, the worst one was the, um, the 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 famous patch from the um, 
I think it was the Eisenhower during the um, uh, the the uh, crisis with Iran in, in 19, 1980, 81. They were at sea for, I think, 180 straight days, um, and they had a patch that said, uh, it was a patch that said fun with a slash through it. <laughs> oh, it might have been Nimitz. Guys. I'm not sure. So, yeah. anyway, the, you, you can issue that uh, that patch to any of the studio audience. It's <laughs> Saturday Night Live these days. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. So uh, the first one says an incessant need to roll socks, <laughs> and I would say, if not socks, different pieces of clothing, right. certain ways of folding certain clothing, right, and in certain ways. And uh, it's a discussion sometimes with my wife and I. Well, you know, about that's where the Navy is different. Things. The Navy is different from the Army because um, uh, for sailors, not for officers, but for sailors with a jumper, um, they have very limited uh, space, locker space for their jumper, and they don't want it to get all wrinkled. So, you know, a lot of them do is they put it in between their mattress and their box spring, and they flatten it out and they just lay on top of it so it stays flat. Uh-huh. But that's a, that's one of those things, probably one of those little quirky right. things. So another one on the list: they're bad knees, and yeah. anybody in the army that's carried a backpack or carried just all the stuff you have to carry short of a bad pack when you're deployed, right? Your knees are going to give out after years. Um, the misguided idea that ibuprofen and fresh socks will cure any ailment, <laughs> and I will tell you, um, I remember getting deployed for Operation Desert Shield, Desert Storm, and they had these big gallon jars yep. full of 800 milligram Motrin, Motrin. which is a prescription. Right. I used to and hear the same story. They were story. orange. Yeah. And they were like know, candy. In the Army, we call them Ranger candy. Yeah. They were. And I'm still getting <laughs> prescribed, though, today by the VA. 800 milligram Motrin. Yeah, they're cure. Yeah. They're cure Fix anything. That's, shin splints or whatever you got. It's right? really no good for what. your kidneys. I just want to point out. All right. So tinnitus, yeah, we've all got the ringing in our ears. Uh-huh. Uh, the ability to sleep anywhere, I would say that's true. That's true, yeah. That's um, for sure. The plight of not being able to sleep at all, I would say that we all go through those periods. <laughs> uh, old combat boots. I will tell you, getting ready to move to Florida, we had some very serious discussions in trying to thin out <laughs> what we had. And I was trying to explain to my wife, why there was different uses for different old pairs of combat boots. And, and what are they, Paul? <laughs> the different uses? Yes. Well, some are for hiking. Some are for stuff around the house. Dust collection? Some are backup boots for my motorcycles. For, for wading in the garden with the alligators. So, you know, you do need more than one pair of these old boots. Oh, they, okay. they, they serve different purposes. I see. Um, okay. The fear of tape test, folks, uh, what that's about, okay. the military has, at least the Army has, screening weight. And if you don't meet that screening weight, then they use a measuring tape yeah. and figure out what your body fat percentage is. And so... Like, like uh, the kind of tape that the tailor would have at the, at the tailor right, shop, you know? Right. But Except, the problem is, yeah. it's who's ever doing it. Right. It, it can turn out very differently. It, Ten people could do the test. Right. And the you tape have 12 test, different and it results. Turn out 10 different ways. Right, exactly. Right. Um, people right. have, next one is issues with authority figures, and I think we all have that. <laughs> Can you imagine um, that? In the military, you have all this. Right. Back pain. We uh, all have we that. that. Um, T-shirts. That was another discussion with this move. <laughs> I probably have four drawers 
uh, full of T-shirts from all kinds of places. Regimental and, runs? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're in Egypt in 93, and you're in Saudi Arabia in 1990, and, you know, you're in Djibouti then, and you're in Finland then, and, and you, you happen to pick up a T-shirt, and it's hard parting with them. And so what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. A whoopee that has seen better days. I don't know what now, that is. Bob, I brought one in. Don't you remember I brought it in? No. That that was the little quilt. The It's like a little military. It, it's called a poncho liner. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. that. Well, the, the young kids call it a whoopee. What, and, it, what, uh, what is it? No, it's, it's a poncho it's like liner? a little quilted uh, wrap. You can blanket. You can wrap yourself up in, and it's very compressible. And it's huh. you don't go any place without it. I remember the poncho liner. Yeah, I didn't. It. I didn't they, recognize the the word. Yeah, the young younger generation calls it a whoopee. So, um, and you go no place without it. And that's another discussion with the wife, because of course, you know, she's got these really nice little blankets and stuff. In a basket near the couch, in case people come over hey, and Paul? they get you know a little chilled and stuff. Hey, hey, and Paul. of course, hey, I want my poncho liner. I that's my security blanket, and so that one comes out, and I get that look from her every time it comes out. Well, um, the, uh, the, here's another one, Paul. This, this is the one that struck me. It was a okay. swearing problem. Do we have a swearing problem? <laughs> you think? Well, here's the issue. I grew up. And in my home, until I was 22, and I left home when I graduated from college, if I used even a word like screw and didn't have a toolbox or tool in my hand, Uh a bar of soap would come out, and my Italian mother would would be pushing it in my mouth. She really did the soap (laughs) thing? Um, I've heard of that. That, 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 I mean, there was kind of the wooden spoon it? come out. I mean, there oh, was whoa, the no wooden, I've seen the wooden spoon. latitude in my home growing up. And then I'm in the Army, and I get to my first platoon. Here I am, 22 years old, and I'm with these 20 guys, and I'm trying to communicate with them. And all of a sudden, there are words coming out of my mouth that I haven't used in my first 22 years of life. And I don't know where they came from. And now I'm 65, and I still have to strain not to use those <laughs> words. <laughs> I understand. I, I understand. I, I think I was, um, I was probably out of uh, sync with, the, with my squadron when I showed up as an ensign. Because when I, when I got there, I, was, I, I used the occasional you know, uh, dirty word. But when I got there and I heard the way they talked to each other on a daily basis... It was uh, it was a revelation, man. My 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 XO was a was a poet of swear words. <laughs> I mean, when he and when he when he told you something, he it it had its effect. I mean, he really knew how to craft a phrase. Yeah. In fact, the first time I ever got a memo from my uh, like a memo from the, the skipper or from my XO. Um, uh, he would, he had my, my call sign on it and like, he wanted to know what, what the deal was with this particular, um, Intel threat that we were facing. And all he said was Detchy. That was my call sign. I'll tell you what it means later. He says, Detchy, 
WTF. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I, what does that mean? I had to go to somebody and say, what does WTF mean? And, and, and I found out quickly what it meant. <laughs> okay, so, and later on, I was, you know, the one using it. So it's interesting. So, all right, let me hit a few more of these. 30 um, seconds there, Colonel. Oh, okay. Let's see. I know, Steve, this is one of yours. Some weird strip club stories. No. Oh, I've okay. never been to a strip club. Okay. Ever. Um, let's see. Boxy brown t-shirts. No. Somehow have sweat stains and different, more gross to- shades of Total brown. disdain I'm for PowerPoint. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. All right. Folks, have a great week. Keep our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, coasties, guardians. Keep them in your thoughts and in your prayers. Steve, thank you. Bob, thank you. Uh, take care. God bless, and we'll see you next week on Valor Radio. Yeah, I'm dressed up for success. From my head down to my boots. I don't do it for the money. There's bills that I can't pay. I don't do it for the glory. I just do it anyway. Providing for our futures, my responsibility.